Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Kashif Booth podcast. If you're new here, each week I sit down with a guest and we discuss their career so far, the highs, the lows, and what's next for them. Today's guest is Rachel. We've been following each other on social media for ages, and then we finally was able to meet a couple years ago in New York. We was in Brooklyn. Yes, yeah. I remember we was in Brooklyn at the Blackbird Fest, and you're originally from Harlem, New York, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yes, yes. So welcome to the show, Rachel. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> Good. I'm so excited to have you on because when I was planning this first season, I was like, okay, I have to have Rachel. And I don't know, do you remember Kadia, who we met at um, Black Web Fest? She had a web series called Leah the Late Bloomer. But I don't know if you could come to her screening but anyway she was there also so she's going to be on as well so I've got a few NYC natives as well this season so that's really cool as well so yeah so cool tell us how like how you got started in film and tv what made you want to be a writer director and actress (laughs) well I wanted um well I actually it's weird because I started with editing um oh sorry for my background it's gonna be a little loud um because I live on a main road um but yeah I started with editing um in my junior year of high school and then that's when I wanted to start like get into filmmaking in general but really with writing it began um just off of having like embarrassing moments and me wanting to share those embarrassing moments with people because I'm like I can't be the only one that is a fool so I just wanted to share them with people so I started writing them down like if you see like um episode one of regular where I have um I'm on the train well Michelle Michelle's the protagonist she's on the train and you know she's looking at this guy he's obviously very attractive and he's she's attracted to him and she starts daydreaming about him like literally in his face and then like she snaps out of the daydream and right next to him is his girlfriend looking at her this whole time that she's been staring at him and that happened to me before so <laughs> I, wrote it. I was like let me write this down because this is kind of it's embarrassing but it's funny and I feel like that's what comedy is so it just be like it just started with that and he just wanted to share moments like that um so yeah that's really cool because I remember when we first connected on social media it was about our love for awkward black girl and insecure and I remember that's how we built up a dialogue on Twitter and then our kind of love for that show blossomed into us having more conversations about film and TV and it's great to hear the origin story of regular I found regular hilarious I was so upset when you cancelled it because it was just so funny I mean I remember the um the season finale and you did like a whole um I love New York favor of love finale it was hilarious how did you come up with that concept and idea um just like I don't even, I love New York. I love Tiffany Pollard with my whole heart. People think, people always looked at her as the villain when we were growing up, looking at her and on um, Flavor of Love. I'm like, no, she's a beast and she is going to go somewhere someday. So I just loved her. I was like, let me put myself in her shoes. And I always wanted to be like, like do, do a reality show type of thing. Um, I think it's really funny. So so yeah, that's why I, where I just came up with the idea. Because if you see, like, there's kind of like a pattern in the beginning of each episode of Regular of just having like a, a daydream type of thing, and then turning it into like like relating it to her situation in the episode. Um, so that's kind of what I I like to do. That episode five was supposed to be way longer, but that's when I decided to cancel it. So I didn't like it 
wasn't finished. So I just put it, put that out there. Yeah, I remember you told me in person. I was like, what do you mean? Like, I wanted to see more of it. It was so good. But I understand the struggle of trying to write, produce and direct um, a web series. And you also starred in it. So can you tell us like how you funded it? How did you make regular? How did you do it? Well, funding it was difficult. Like I tried doing, um, you know, those websites that help you like get money like you post them on Facebook you post them on Instagram so people could send money and stuff like that um that helped a little bit but it didn't help me accumulate as much because you really need a lot of money to make a show oh, yeah. I didn't know that um so what I started doing I just put my pride aside I was like yo I want to make this show I got into those trains the A train the D train going express and going local after 59th street and I was selling candy in them trains making money for regular and I was um and yeah that's how most of the money for it came and then the rest of it came out of pocket honestly um so that was it. that was making it financially and what made you want to end it like because I understand how hard it is to make a web series why did you end it my anxiety like it was actually to a point that was uncontrollable like after I don't know why shooting episode five was so stressful but we I think it's maybe because we were um in Jersey um and we were in a friend's house so it was like you have to you have to rush it um and so literally after leaving her house and we were on the car to take we were in a car to go take a train I had a really bad panic attack in the car and like it was like I did it and then I felt really embarrassed after because I'm like nobody knew what to do and I didn't know what to do because I'm just like here I am panicking crying and nobody knows what the hell's going on with me um and hyperventilating and shit so it was just really it sucked um my like I told my dad about it and he was like you know um he got me like some natural supplements for anxiety um but they weren't really helping either so I just kind of decided to like let me work on my mental health because I don't want this to take a toll on me to the point that there's like no return and stuff so yeah I I'm happy that you actually shared that story because I can relate to it because when I was doing my web series I had huge anxiety because when you're creating something which you know like your passion project and you would really want to create a, a solid body of work and you don't have the budget to pay people or um fund it or even just to feed people on set you know you have a huge anxiety because you don't know if people are going to show up you don't know if everything's you're going to get everything in time because somebody's doing your favor by letting them use your home and stuff like that so you have huge anxiety and people don't understand the stress of people think it's cool you know to have to be the writer director producer actor yeah it sounds good on paper but you don't actually know that no this is gonna kill me but I'm not gonna reach 30 if I keep doing this because the high anxiety the high blood pressure heart palpitations like it's really hard and I I definitely understand that and that's why towards the end of making my web series I started to create well not create but I started to get people to come on board as a director as a producer just so that it would be easier for me to breathe I mean it didn't help that much but it helped a little bit so I definitely under definitely understand that so after regular what happened next because I know you came to the UK last year and you auditioned for a drama school but I we didn't get to hang out because I got some had some food poisoning so that was really annoying so what happened next like how did that audition go what happened yeah afterwards 
I auditioned for IDSA. I just, I just went. I was like, you know what? Let me go to the UK real quick. Literally, right when the pandemic was starting. <laughs> like what the hell is wrong with and I think I got sick no funny I got sick in London oh no <laughs> that's not good um but yeah I went to audition for IDSA I did get in the audition was like kind of um it wasn't difficult um it was you had to be very active so I was I wasn't expecting that like they made us dance and whatever I was sweating bullets when I got out of there um but it was it was a cool audition nonetheless I met such cool people in there too that I'm like these are connections I'll have forever thank god and yeah just being in the UK itself was cool it was a vibe um unfortunately because of the pandemic I could not I couldn't go to IDSA. I got in though, so I was happy about it. And I also got a fellowship from my school to um, to go. But um, yeah, I, I couldn't go because of the pandemic. And they were like, how about you wait till the summer? And it doesn't look like this is letting up. Like, it doesn't really seem like COVID is really letting up. So no. <laughs> listen, I'm not going, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I understand 100%. It's such a shame because you would have loved being here in the UK because you were staying in Brixton and literally Brixton is down the road from me and you would have just seen because Brixton you would have seen as a lot like New York in Harlem. A lot of my friends who who um, live in Brixton they love Harlem because it reminds them of Brixton so you'd have loved it. Just all the different cultures and yeah but it's a shame but you know how it is. So did you decide to go to drama school in the US? Like what's what are you currently doing at the moment? Um, so after that, after the whole thing, well, after the whole pandemic started, I was still in school, but school turned virtual. So I decided to move to Virginia um, really quick because I was like, I just don't want to be home right now. So I moved to Virginia um, with a friend and, and, and yeah, I was just staying there. And then there I was like, I still want to create though. So I was just trying to figure things out. And then I saw this interview with Issa Rae and she was saying, whoever comes out of this pandemic, you know, still being able to create is gonna win. Like whoever can create with a smaller budget and a smaller crew and smaller cast is going to win. And so I was like, what can I create right now? And this is when I like, um, I just, I decided to start a writer's room, um, an all black writer's room at that, an all black writer's room um, for a sketch show called Appropriate Ignorance. And so I had been having ideas for sketches um, since I was writing regular, but I don't know how to write two things at once. I just like, I have to focus on one project at once. Can you do it? No, no, yeah, like, <laughs> no, no. I'm like, maybe somebody else knows how to do it because I don't. Okay, but yeah, so I started the writer's room for it. Um, you know, I like just like just send submissions and then people send the submissions. I picked the, you know, the best um, three writers. So it's four of us. Um, and yeah, we just started writing. And right now we're looking for grants, which has proven to be so hard. I, I wish school would teach us so much more about looking for grants and stuff because like, it's so tough. So I'm actually right now trying to transfer the fellowship that they were going to give me for IDSA to use for appropriate ignorance. Um, so I'm working on that. It is kind of difficult to transfer it to that, um, but, but we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's really good to hear it because 
with this pandemic, you had to learn to adapt. I mean, I was able to do a fraction of projects last year. Um, I did a pilot called Talia versus Late last year, which we put online and it's doing very well. And we pulled that off in three weeks, shot it in one day. So we was able to like get that done. That was just luck. <laughs> it was just luck, honestly. And because within the UK, after we um, shot that in October last year, uh, we went back into a second lockdown. So yeah, we were like literally so lucky. So that's really good just to hear that you're still creating because it's been very tough for creatives. And you know, you've got that, um, what's it called? You've got that Rock Nation Twitter who are always um, on Twitter saying that, you know, you need to be starting your own business and like creating different um, avenues of income. It's like, please let people rest, let them get oh, their mental health. It is overwhelming because just let people rest. You know, people are dying from this. So let people just like wrap their head around this whole pandemic and then let them actually, um, yeah, like move forward. So what would you say is like your aesthetic and writing style? Like what is your particular genre or kind of stuff you feel like is your main focus in your writing career? I really like comedy slash comedy drama. I always like to say I write what I watch. So I I watch shows like I really loved Chewing Gum when it came out. Yeah. I feel like that was one of the first shows that kind of got me to like, it's a very crazy type of show to me. Um, so I don't even know what genre it is. I mean, it is comedy for sure. It's definitely comedy. That's because it's a British show. Like that is definitely British comedy. Um, very witty, sarcastic, roar in your face. Um, yeah, that's just British humor. Definitely. Yeah. Kayla Cole is, is is a genius. Yeah, she is a dark, crazy genius, and I love her. Yeah. Um, I also I really love Atlanta, um, and I love Insecure, and those are like my writing styles. I like try to merge those three because they're like they're funny but they have real issues in them mm -hmm. um and I guess that's my kind of like my writing style just like funny because I just think even the unfortunate things that happen sometimes like you could be in a funeral and you might laugh at something because your cousin just says something like he dead owe me ten dollars or something like that like <laughs> it's funny so it's like it's real life is funny to me so that's my writing style just like taking real life situations and yeah no I would definitely agree because regular has that vibe when I remember watching I remember watching it and getting vibes of awkward black girl and and yeah and definitely chewing gum as well and we need to see more roles like that of black women where they're just regular you know and they're quirky they're awkward because black women are all those same things what you've got you know, those 10,000 um, shows of white women with the same quirky girl next door, like black girls are just like that. So it's great to just see more of that. So that's really good. And so what would you say is next for you? Like what, besides the um, writing team you're doing, like what you, what's next? What do you hope to inspire and what, what are you aspiring to do next? Besides Appropriate Ignorance, um, which is a sketch show, I feel like it's the easiest thing to make during a pandemic, at least for me. Um, next is actually um, more of a of another like I don't want it to be a web show. I actually want it to get picked up, um, but it's a show called Twenty Somethings, and it's just kind of about um, it's kind of like an extension of Regular. Like where is she after Regular? Where is she in her twenties? Mm -hmm. um, 
So yeah, which is also, the protagonist is also an extension of myself. I can only write off my own experience, I'm sorry. So like, um, so that's what's next. Um, I also, I wanna write, I feel like this is a jumping ahead of myself, but I do wanna write a book. <laughs> yeah, writing a book is good as well. Do it, do it. Yeah, I'm scared of that. I'm like, that might be in the next, you know, like five years or so, but I'm excited for that as well. Um, and yeah, those are like my two things that I'm really like, like looking forward to right now and when because you are fans of like chewing gum insecure and atlanta would you challenge yourself to write something more serious like a drama in terms of i don't know like scandal or uh yeah or just some like different kind of fantasy stuff would you challenge yourself to do that would you take a writing course which would you know bring you out of your comfort zone as well absolutely even though like comedy drama is like my my main thing I would like to write like um I really like Amgarifuna um from Honduras so I always find it interesting our connection our spiritual connection type of thing um so I had kind of written um for like one of my screenwriting classes a a story about a um a girl who is getting haunted by her grandmother for not doing a ritual dance for her after she died, which is actually a real story that happened to one of my aunts. Because, you know, in um, Gadifuna culture, we have this thing called Chugu and Dugu. These are um, events that you do for the deceased after they die so they can rest peacefully. So I had written a story like that. Um, and I want to work on it a little bit more. Um, but it's difficult for me because it's not funny. Okay, I understand yeah. what you mean. Yeah, it's very, it's giving me very, um, well, it's very spiritual and it, you can, not witchcraft, but you know, it's very spiritual and it can really touch on a lot of themes of um, faith and loss and heartbreak and stuff like that. So I think that's a really good point. So what is your favorite moment of your career so far? So my favorite moment is really, I think getting to, to, to meet Issa Rae and give her one of my scripts. That like, <laughs> jealous. Yeah. Like I was like, I was like, here, like just, yeah, just treat it please. And she took it and she signed my book. I have awkward, um, The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl. I read that book like three times um but she signed it and I was just telling her how much I love her I was like girl let me work for you please like I would literally do anything <laughs> and she was like move to LA and one day maybe <laughs> wow that's amazing do you know how many people who've referenced her on this season of this podcast so they'll be very jealous <laughs> to hear that you met Issa Rae so <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. It's a little flex, you know, just a little flex. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, what would you say is like the best advice you received so far in your career so far? Um, to keep going. And one of my favorite quotes from Elena is, success only belongs to those to who don't see failure it's something like that and that I always stick with it because I'm just like okay even though I fail I'm not really failing I'm just like 
learning and it's like it's not like I'm gonna stop so is it really failure unless you have to like it's permanent failure is not permanent so yeah I really like that because you learn from the failures you learn well what is perceived as a failure like you do learn from every single thing that you've learned from regular the fact that he was able to pull that off is an achievement in itself it's very hard to do a web series I mean it's hard enough just to do a short film to do a whole series (laughs) yeah it's hard so you should always be proud of yourself so that is really really good so yeah so that's it so where can um where can people find you on social media and check out your series regular online so Instagram, I, I only use Instagram right now. So I'm at Rachel Z U underscore underscore. Um, and my YouTube is also Rachel Zoo, um, no underscores. So it's and it's all together. Cause there's gonna be somebody that comes up that you don't think is Rachel Zoo. That's not her. Okay. <laughs> amazing well thank you so much for coming on the show it's been great to catch up with you and hopefully I can come to the U.S. soon because I was supposed to come back last year actually I was supposed to come be in New York a good few times last year but you know pandemic yes. squashed all of that I was going to the U.K. I'm really I really want to go back like I don't have no business over there right now but I really want to go back just because I love it <laughs> yeah, come over we'll love it you'll love it you'll see way more of London because you're only you're only here for like a weekend so you get to see more I'll show you about <laughs> cool so thanks again Rachel and yeah thanks guys for listening uh you can follow me all on social media at the Kashif Booth podcast or Kashif Booth or the Kashif Booth entertainment and yeah stay tuned for new episodes coming soon <laughs>